It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and El Bandito. Welcome to the Fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love. I'm Charboy and with me is... El Bandito. How you doing tonight, El Bandito? Ooh, I'm doing great, senor. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing really good, man. I know last weekend we were so hyped because, you know, we got so much partying going on. You know, <laughs> not for any particular reason, but, you know, it was party time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we, got, to, we got to get together with party man Will himself who happened to be in the neighborhood, and he came down to have an epic day of partying with us. Absolutely. So we are going to do a number of very special things on today's show, Mm -hmm. including having our... We're going to continue our discussion on the Justice League trailer, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get the input of one of our very special guests, another expert that we happen to know Mm -hmm. on the DC Universe, Party Man Will himself. So he had a lot to say about it this weekend, so we are going to give him a call in a little bit. And we are going to talk to him and kind of further flesh out that discussion. We realized a couple of weeks ago we got totally tied up <laughs> talking about Superman and we never really got back to it. Um, but again, thank you to Bishop for mm-hmm. taking the time to talk to us. But we also have some stories to share about our exciting weekend with Party Man Will. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's going to be pretty rocking. And we just want to say, too, take a quick moment to say Thank you to all the people out there that have followed us on our new Instagram account. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to mention that for those of you who haven't jumped on the party train with the Power Hour of Love on Instagram, we're going to be doing some special like contests and stuff on there. We're going to be giving away some really cool things. So be sure to jump on there and, and join in the fun. Like You don't just get one evening with us. You'll see what's going on in the Power Hour's life throughout the rest of the week. Absolutely, yeah. And you can always hit us up on our Facebook page. You know, you can hit us up here on our brand new Instagram page. You can hit us up at powerhouroflove at gmail.com. Or, as always, you can give us a call on the love line. That's 1-844-944-LOVE. You can call us 24-7 and leave us a message there. And if you happen to catch us in studio, we'll make sure to get you live right on the air and answer whatever question or comment you have. Otherwise, we'd like to tell you about some of the exciting stuff that we did this past weekend. Oh, yeah, man. And I got to say, I know one thing we kind of talked about that became pretty much a hot topic uh, <laughs> of, <laughs> of the weekend was this thing that we've both kind of heard about that's mm-hmm. been this new upstart with young people, mostly like on certain college campuses and stuff. El Bandito, why don't you tell them a little bit about freeganism? Okay, so freeganism is when you just have sex with anyone that you want to whenever you want to and you don't have to use any kind of protection. No, that's not true. That is very bad to all you beautiful peoples out there. I'm always very safe. I always have my sword in me. So, but freeganism, yeah, we heard about this from Party Man Will and we couldn't help but look it up. Mm-hmm. And he was telling us about some girl he was dating that was talking all about doing this kind of crap. and Being a freegan? Yeah, and she was just like, you know, and, and well, no, he was just like, nope, like not having any part of it. <laughs> yeah. And trust me, like a freegan isn't some like wild race in Star Trek or anything like that. Like this has a has a totally different meaning. Yeah. So check this out. What it means is, you know, much like veganism, freeganism is a style of eating, mm-hmm. but it's a type of eating where 
instead of paying for food and like conforming to our like corporate masters and buying all this overpriced food that's all super processed and junk like that, they're fighting against the machine and against all odds. And I know what you're thinking by like growing their own food and stuff. So, no, by dumpster diving and literally like eating <laughs> garbage out of receptacles. <laughs> so you mean to tell me they're eating stuff that other people throw away? Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have to say, you know, sometimes I'm a little tight on cash, but there is one thing I always do. I'm always able to eat. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you know, I'm like, no, it's nothing you know, to laugh at. Some people can't, you know, but these are oh, people that sure. can. That's these are the, people yeah. that have money and they have the means. And I remember my first reaction to it was. So you decided to be a bum. I'll just be Jules, Vincent. No more, no less. No, Jules. You decided to be a bum. Just like all those pieces of shit out there who beg for change. Who sleep in garbage bins and eat what I throw away. They got a name for that, Jules. It's called a bum. And without a job, a residence, or legal tender, that's what you're going to be, man. You're going to be a fucking bum. That, you know, the, yeah, like just that. Sure. And I told Senor Boyle that. I was like, well, that's a bum. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, these are people who have houses and they have homes and things. Exactly. And I was like, right, those people are homeless. But if you're eating out of the trash can because you choose to, you're still a fucking bum. <laughs> so like you said, yeah, there's the distinction. You have the homeless people and mm -hmm. then you have a bum. Or, yeah. as, you know, this is this new phase, which I have heard on a lot of college campuses, yeah. you know, throughout the nation that this is really becoming a thing. And the colleges are trying to crack down on it because it kind of it takes down the morale of just the, the whole, you know, when you see sure. somebody digging through the trash. Obviously, someone's going to walk over to them most likely and say, "Hey, do you need some help? Do you, mm -hmm. need, you know?" And then, like you said, yeah, it's not, now they're yeah. getting they're getting money when they have the means to do it, and then they're probably going to buy beer or something <laughs> with it. So it's exactly <laughs> like being a bum. You know, that definitely sounds or, like more of the homeless lifestyle. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, you see a like you know, you see a bum eating out of a garbage can. A lot of times, you're like, "Hey, here, let me give you some money or oh, something." Yeah. And then Get you don't you know what they're going to spend it on. Sure. You know, and it's the same thing with these people. Now you're seeing college kids uh, diving, and you're like. Okay, well, here, let me give you some money. And they're going, they're going to fucking master's degree somewhere. <laughs> and you're giving them your freaking money. It doesn't make any sense, like, you know, but. I said a dollar, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, they, they have a lot of these crazy fads out there when it comes to eating the paleo diet and sure. stuff like that. And, you know, whatever works for people is what works for people. But at the same time, like, like again, the movement here, the idea behind this isn't that it's some kind of diet or it's some kind no. of healthy eating style. It's a protest against you know yes. the the corporate food the economy. The, yeah, the, yeah, the the fact that I mean, we make tens of millions of like pounds of food. We have enough food sure. to feed the whole world, but we don't because most of it spoils and goes bad, mm -hmm. and people are trying to sell it. But understandably so. I mean, those farmers are out there like working their asses off to oh, try yeah. to grow this stuff oh, sometimes. Yeah. So you know, and then they have to transport it and ship it. It's it, it's a great big economy thing, but. Put this to the test right here in your own head. If it's in the garbage can, didn't somebody buy it and then <laughs> discard it? So it's not like you're eating food that hasn't already fucking been paid for. <laughs> exactly, Al Bandito. And like the thing is, is like you said, those diets, that's that's for yourself. You know, yeah. like that when other people see people doing this, they it kind of affects them too. Yeah. You know, and I mean I was, oh well, they shouldn't be they mind their own business. But it's just the yeah. fact that they're doing this in public places that yeah, it kind of brings down the morale of the um Yeah, it doesn't look area. great for your college when you're walking around and people are just eating out of the dumpsters around you know <laughs> exactly. you know like what are you going to bring your parents there and they're going to be like what the hell school are we sending you to <laughs> and hey just to make it clear for like people who do like go around and collect other people's like you know items and stuff that they're throwing away that they resell you know like if someone mm -hmm. like hey that you know to me like that's kind of a different 
kind of thing. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. anything that's a material possession that you can clean or repair and resell. Yeah. I mean, that's being thrifty. But e- eating food out of the garbage, that's just not smart. Exactly. You know, because you don't know what that's rubbing up against or what kind of germs it has. And I don't care about, like, well, it's in a container or what. That's well, stupid. You know, it's out in the sun. Come on. Maybe it's just because we live in Florida. Well, you know, that food exactly. goes bad in like a second. It's like, who would eat that? Well, hey, you know what? We're going to open up the love line to you guys. Mm-hmm. If you're a freegan or you know a freegan or you support the freegan movement, why don't you? <laughs> that yeah. almost sounds like a joke. The freegan movement? <laughs> it's like, it's like, you sound like a New Yorker. <laughs> uh, no, there you go. But yeah, give us a call. Yeah, at, it's 1-844-944-LOVE. Let us know what's great or what sucks about being a freegan. You know, let us know if you're dating a freegan and and how it affects you. And, you know, if you need us to call your freegan girlfriend or boyfriend <laughs> and talk some sense into them, uh, you know, feel free to hit us up, you know, and we'll be happy to make the call and, and try to set those people straight. Exactly. Well, I think it's about time we move on to the next freaking topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Absolutely. That sounds good to me. <laughs> well, you know, I know something else we did this weekend. I know yes. you've just been chomping at the bit to to tell the, the listeners about it. I have, yes. Ito. And, you know, we've kind of, you know, yeah, a few weeks ago we did the Boyle's Best uh, mm-hmm. segment, you know, but this is going to be a Charboils and El Bandito's best, or maybe <laughs> El Bandito's best and Charboils worst. You know, we were still figuring out all the, all the terminology here, but uh, yes, I, I can tell you what. E- any way you slice it, today's a quickie edition. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah, because everyone yeah. likes a good quickie. So right now, we're going to give you our rating uh, with one to five hearts out of a very epic game that Party Man Will brought by and let us play. And regardless oh, yeah. of whether it was good or bad, it was epic in scale. Oh, absolutely. And we both agreed on that. So what game have we got in store for the listeners out today, Senor Bull? We got Mad Max. Ooh, that's right. Okay, now this game's a couple years old now yeah, already. But about two years old. Yeah. yeah, this was us getting our first crack at it. We both went to see Fury Road. And again, oh, yeah. like we had opposite opinions on Fury Road, you know? Sure. Um, I know Senor Bull really liked it. He oh, liked the action-driven yeah, yeah. part of it. I couldn't really follow the story because it didn't exist um, and I didn't really appreciate all the practical effects and I know people are going to hate me for that but it's because it's all composited while their practical effects are all done on a sound stage and stuff like that sure, and put together sure. later so to me it still kind of counts as CGI because mm-hmm. that's like saying Chris Hemsworth is a digital effect you're like well no he's not but he's composited into a digital effect that's true so, well, but what do you think of the game all right so okay. El Bandito I gave Mad Max a three heart rating out of our five heart system. So what I liked about it, what I thought were the pros is that it looked awesome. I thought look-wise, the graphics looked really cool. I liked all the weather effects, all that stuff. The characters looked really, really cool. Um, Fun driving. You know, I thought driving around was a lot of fun. The vehicle combat was something that I was like, oh, cool. You know, like I I was having a lot of fun with that. Sure. What I really didn't like about it was that it was pretty freaking tough. (laughs) Like, I mean, you know, it kind of got this thing where it was like based on the combat system that the Arkham system Mm -hmm. was about. Yeah. Which it did. It had a lot of similarities but you know the timing was a little different which isn't always a bad thing but it's like even in the movie mad max he is like a badass you know like when you play arkham games like you feel like you are you are batman Mm because you're really Mm -hmm. just schooling those guys really if you get beat no don't get me wrong i know sometimes they throw like 20 of those guys at you and they kick your ass and you gotta do it a few (laughs) times but that's usually towards the end of the game well they're doing that shit in mad max like in the first five minutes (laughs) you know like i didn't even get really my time to like you know really dig into the mad max feel also the the health system is very low you get hit like two or three times you're down Mm -hmm. and the one thing that i really thought would stick 
out in the long run. Because, yeah, I know you can upgrade your character and stuff that will probably help those other things, make you get new moves, mm-hmm. more health, more armor. But, you know, a lot of the missions felt a little repetitive. Like, you know, it yeah. seemed like it was going to be more of a grind, running around looking for scrap. What kind of, who thought that would be a fun thing to do? <laughs> like, and it takes so long, you have to bend down and pick up each one. Why? I, th- I think Bethesda thought that'd be a fun yeah. thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's true but you know they have so much other you know it's yeah. just a different look at it. so really my final my final thought on that which mm-hmm. you, we got to get to your side is that this is a mad max game for the gta generation <laughs> all right well very very impressive in-depth review and and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of take the opposite uh perspective on that because i really enjoyed it now i know i came in kind of you and party man were already playing halfway <laughs> through the game so i missed all the tutorial and all the beginning parts of it and everything like this which i hear were pretty limited and shitty anyways because <laughs> you obviously couldn't play the game any better than me and i just walked in the room but personally i really enjoyed the open worldness of it mm-hmm. now part of the thing about the difficulty rating that senior boyle is talking about is that different camps around the area are all available for you to immediately go oh, to yeah. And some of them happen to be like four skull difficulty things, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say stars because yeah. our GTA audience will totally get that. Absolutely. So, yeah, they're like four star areas. And then you have like one star areas. And if you're not really paying attention, you can run right into a four star area. <laughs> and people will throw spears at you that have like dynamite attached to them. And you're like, what the fuck? Dead. So, yeah, you're totally dead in two seconds. Wasted but, in GTA. <laughs> yeah. If you take your time and you're really like, okay, plan out where exactly you want to go. Look on the map. I mean, it's a very time-consuming game. Sure. And I think from that aspect, it very much had the feel of what I genuinely thought the Mad Max world was Mm -hmm. from having only ever seen Fury Road. That everything is hundreds of miles apart. Everything is slow as fuck. Nothing ever really happens. When you get into a fight, it lasts for like five minutes. So to me, it embodied everything the movie did. It was just kind of slow and a grind, exactly like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Now, the whole thing about finding scrap and then building shit, I thought totally sucked at first, too. (laughs) But the first time I got to Jeet's garage there, like the the kind of uh, friendly camp, Mm -hmm. and was able to use the scrap to construct an element that would now generate scrap all the time, Uh I could see the potential there for continuing to build up your properties like you would in a lot of games and then collect revenue via, or via scrap from that. So you wouldn't end up, as the game progressed, having to search for as much scrap, you know? But Oh, yeah. It's just some of the controls. So you had to I, drop I like your that, gas tank yeah. to pick up the scrap. Yeah, and, it yeah. definitely could have been a little more streamlined as far as that yeah. was concerned. I know you were having a lot more difficulty than me, like, navigating around a camp <laughs> because it was apparently this whole system of, like, anything painted yellow was something you could interact with. Yeah. But anything that wasn't painted yellow, you couldn't interact with. And there's sure. no, like, local mini-map, which no, did totally yes. suck. Yeah, that's Like, that was probably the worst thing about the game to me was without a local minimap you couldn't see inside a building you were in to give you any kind of navigable you know Mm -hmm. approach to the situation but one thing i can say is like again to me this kind of gave me that mad max feel of like you don't know where the fuck you are you don't have a cool pip boy you don't have anything worth the shit to really help you so i i don't know all those elements together kind of blended into something that i liked is like this is a supremely challenging game and that like you need to survive in that world. Oh, it's not okay. your player. Yeah. It's it's a I need to. I need to figure it out and I need to understand it. But on the plus side, the one thing that to me really pushed everything over the edge was not only it was two things. Okay. I, I won't say not only two things. For one, the car upgrades. 
Mm-hmm. Like you could upgrade your vehicle, put harpoons on it, put guns <laughs> on it, smash it into other stuff. And your car was pretty much indestructible as sure. long as you were smart about it. Like you have this little buddy who hangs onto your car with you, this <laughs> cum bucket or whatever his name is, and he'll jump out and repair your car for you. So yeah. it, you know, it, it restores the health of your car. And while the health of you as a person does suck that you just drink water, like that's a stupid kind of in game thing. Yeah. You drink water and you get one hit point or whatever it is they give you because you're right like if you get shot once like you just die you're done yeah yeah and i'm like that's not really game like that's not really fun but like you're playing the gurps version yeah it it definitely is like a survival (laughs) you know take on the game but so you have that element the car stuff you know but what i really really enjoyed about it what i really thought was super cool the ai in the game like the inventiveness of how the game could completely fuck you over at every moment (laughs) right not only with just the bad guys who would have this like very clever way of acting and interacting with you but i'll give you guys just just a brief little scenario of what happened i drive up to an enemy camp there's snipers out there and i drive my car into the guys standing on the ground wipe them all out the snipers manage to shoot me through the car i got to reset okay i come back again i hide underneath one of the towers where the sniper can't get me i'm trying to side in on him the sniper shoots a gas can next to me and it explodes (laughs) and i'm like that's pretty clever you know sure sure sure. so i have to respawn again now a stupid thunderstorm or whatever rolls in a dust storm (laughs) You know, my car gets struck by lightning and I explode and die. So I'm like, oh, man. But now I have to, like, use a gas can to blow my way into the gate. So I run out and I want to get the gas can out of the back of my car. As soon as I pull the gas can out of the back of the car, the car is apparently light enough now where it gets sucked into the air. And I ragged all out completely. And the two of us go flipping around. So it was like the game was, like, getting harder by the second, you know? (laughs) And I do admit that was pretty comical. Yeah, (laughs) it it made me laugh and was very interesting and really kept me on my toes. But I, I just found that even when you'd reload the game to fight the same enemies again, they would take a different approach to sure. fight you. Yeah. And very much a la the style of, of Arkham Knight and, and the Arkham series of games, that inventiveness to the AI that people could fight you in different ways and use the environment against you as much as you do against them, I've heard is one of the major proponents of the new Breath of the Wild game. Mm. So to me, like, here's a progenitor of that yeah. uh, doing the exact same thing. So, you know, in the end, I will go ahead and give... As uh, yeah, as part of the quickie, right? That yes. was real fast. It was like yeah. ten minutes. <laughs> I would give it four out of five hearts, okay. um, because I am anxious to try to actually play that game again. I oh, want to get okay. down and play it. I want to drive the car. I love having a car. I did like the car <laughs> stuff. I did say like the vehicle stuff. I I was a fan of, but yeah, yeah. I, mean, and I thought I thought it was combat. a clever yeah. game, and it was kind of like a, a survival mode of Fallout <laughs> without any sci-fi. Like there's no tech in it yeah. at all. Like everything is just. Like well, what you could build today, and I, I the just that interesting challenge of it, I kind of really liked. So. Well, we look forward to your full review on that one, El Bandito. Cause <laughs> I, I think, think that I'm, was it. That was I, my I, full yeah, review. I, I think I'm going to handle <laughs> hand that one off to you. But I do have to tell you, man, I know okay. we've been talking a lot about Star Trek on the past yes. few episodes. You know, games are coming out, mm-hmm. shows and stuff like that. Well, we got a really special track here by Canadian artist Swamp Thing. All right, and this one's totally themed around Star Trek, and it also features our buddy more or less. So here we go. We've got Swamp Thing with First Contact. In the vacuum of space. In the vacuum of weights. Calm system crash can't contact the base. Engaged in combat with an alien race. Come on. Starboard bow, just 
fuck this now Got through the shield somehow Made the android at the science con yell Oh shit, we were checking them class planets Before we got hit with what? I don't know, cause we lost the senses Emergency power kicked in, the situation gets tenser With the whole breach on deck five Crew members sucked into outer space Just lost the lives, no time to cry Time to seal off the deck and lock out the main computer Before it all goes to heck Standard procedure, cause what hit us might be homicidal We're explorers, but a prime directive now is survival Yo, we should've stopped at the last space station Blazing that new marching strain and I spaced it Break down, warp speed to no speed Don't lose your cool if you don't need a nosebleed Don't freak out, thinking I'm an asshole But have you noticed that we're drifting towards a black hole? Folks panic, they found the mechanic dead Something planted eggs inside his head from Planet X Check the engine and the motherboard for quirks Take it out and blow on it, then hope the sucker works In other words, we might be stuck in space Let's go find that alien and smash his fucking face In the vacuum of space Talk like they're the head of Nassau. We blasting off green vacuum. Klingons come test and get rocked like a statue. Q fire arms, red matter. Subspace isolytic burst to your bladder. Fighting off blue shit, can't open my eyes. I blindly shot one in the face, now that's a smoking surprise. Space suits stay fresh, protect the care from harm. Double density, cause they wanna probe them with knives. Get it in, put my mask on, a haunting effect. Blast off, next planet, swamp thing in the deck. Ship rocking back and forth, but I ain't got no seat. Faces locked, Eddie Murph, I'm chilling with some green chick. Lost in space, warp drive offline, enemy minds. Crippled the ship, these hard times keep getting worse. Only see the dark side, like Pink Floyd or Anakin Sky, you can't hide. Hostile aliens, suckers try to play me in them dark to my crew. Just to put the genitalia, the phases are broke. No doubt, nobody's aiming them, there's ghosts in the teleportals. People's acting crazy, yeah. Space madness, stranded like I'm Gilligan with reptilians. Healing in my grill again, I'm not kidding. If you fuck with my dilithium, I'll toss you out that airlock. Offer to oblivion, world. In the vacuum of space. And that was Swamp Thing with More or Less, with the next generation of rap right there, with their track First Contact. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, that that, that track almost sent me into Deep Space Nine. <laughs> absolutely, man. I don't I don't even want to stand down from Red Alert. 
Oh. I just want to keep it going, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that was an awesome track. Definitely It also. was. I love the graphic they used for it, too. Any, <laughs> anything that has Nosferatu, uh, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons, and a Gorn all on the same page jamming to headphones, uh, I'm oh, down yeah. with whatever they're doing. <laughs> you know it, man. And yes, uh, Swamp Thing is a collective that comes out of Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely uh, hanging out up there with Word Burglar. You know, those guys always party together. They dig on tracks. And I know we've played some other stuff by uh, you know, more or less also mm-hmm. in the weeks before. And, you know, he, he also guest starred on there. And, um, yeah, if you guys want to hear some more of Swamp Thing, go to www.swampthingraps.com. And you can definitely get all the info there. And, of course, you can also find them on Bandcamp and all those other great places, Spotify. You know, definitely go go uh, throw, throw, uh, throw Swamp Thing some love. You Absolutely, know? yeah. Spread the love, you know, because we want to spread it with green women all over the universe. Oh, and we yeah. want you to spread it with Swamp Thing. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like you said, we're coming down from Red Alert. But, <laughs> you know, is it that time, El Bandito? Oh, I think it's that time. It's time for our favorite segment. Our favorite segment. What is it? Podunk News. Oh, man. I mean, I have to say, this is quickly becoming my favorite segment. Like, oh, yeah? For real. It's like, always been my favorite segment. I know, I know. You, you've always said that. But, man, just some <laughs> of the, these stories, man. I mean, you know, it, it is a podunk world out there because, I mean, you just hear about these crazy stories every week, so we have to share them with you guys. Absolutely. So. And, we, and we have a ton of stories with you guys, so forgive us if we blow through a lot of them real quick tonight. But, you know. Well, you know, we we try to give it to you the best we can. Sometimes it's slow and sweet. Sometimes it's fast and sloppy. So just take it. Like you said, the quickie. Sometimes, you know, sometimes <laughs> that's what you what you what you got to enjoy. But I'm gonna take this one from the top, El Bandito. Do it. Are you ready? Do it. All right. Well, we got punk rock legend Iggy Pop, big fan. You know, uh, uh, recently turned 70 years old. You know, oh, def- nice. Definitely a, a big crowning achievement for Iggy. I mean, after all the stuff he put his body through back <laughs> in the early 70s and well, stuff. Well, here, we'll give him a quick little shout out then. That's right, because it's my birthday, my birthday. I've never gotten to see Iggy Pop live, but I've hear like, even nowadays, even though he is 70-something mm-hmm. years old, he's still jumping around. He's not doing, like, the backflips nice. and all the stuff he used to do. But, um, yeah, definitely, uh, I, I, he's still a sight to be seen uh, many uh, current musicians took to social media to wish Iggy a happy birthday even James Hetfield of Metallica performed a whole concert shirtless in honor of Iggy Pop you know that oh, was that's always awesome. his thing you know so, uh, so yeah. well, was his mic actually on <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't think they were playing at the Grammys okay well, it wasn't the Grammys crew <laughs> no nah, he nah. didn't work with them anymore <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure yeah I don't think those guys are I don't think those guys are gonna live to see 70 yeah. <laughs> if they are, they're certainly not going to be in music. <laughs> Definitely not. Iggy will take care of them. But uh, what's up next, El Bandito? Well, I did want to mention in a little bit of wrestling news out there, oh, it looks yeah. like the NXT Women's Champion, Asuka, mm-hmm. her undefeated streak has raised to 166. Wow. So she has only eight more wins to go to to, to defeat Goldberg's hereto unbeatable record of 173 consecutive wins set almost 20 years ago. That's pretty wild, man. I mean, you know, it's like, I kind of have mixed feelings about this because (laughs) I almost feel like the WWE is taking everything that the WCW established and like, stomping on it i mean yeah, Goldberg, well, I, I, yeah i kind of i kind of get where you're coming from because it is nxt beating a wcw uh record and a woman i mean no yeah. no offense to you no, know i'm sure asuka's yeah. great or yeah. whatever oh, she's but awesome uh, yeah. again like let's look at the fact that john cita just beat rick flair's record 
Oh, t- yeah, I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, well, yeah, where he matched Rick for the 16-time world championship. Exactly. So, yes, uh, you know, yes. is it really that they're beating down WCW or are they just... Reliving the past? <laughs> yeah, just trying to top the old days and, and it you know... It could be. Yeah, because, okay, we can both agree that the only fun thing about baseball is when someone breaks an all-new stat. That's and true. that hasn't yeah. happened since Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa both cheated a few years ago. So <laughs> <laughs> was that the was that the performance enhancers? No. Uh, alleged, <laughs> alleged, alleged. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have to say that you know Goldberg being a super good sport mm-hmm. went to went on like his Twitter and and totally like you know congratulated. That's awesome. on her yeah. most recent set. I think it was at like 150. He was nice. just like, hey, good going, girl. So, you know, you can see he's being a super good sport about it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Because, like- I mean, hey, The Undertaker will tell you, man, uh, there's no better way than to go out of wrestling than on your back, you know? You and know it. Mo- yeah, yeah. Mo- most like much things in, you know, El Bandito's life, you know, no- nothing's better than going at it on your back. So. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, man. Well, this next story that we have coming at us is uh, a 12-year-old in Australia was arrested for apparently driving over 800 miles in a vehicle. Oh, nice. All Mad Max style, huh? She went all Fury Road. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you know, that takes place down in Australia. He must have watched. He was probably playing this damn That's game. That's what I'm saying. He got yeah. all hooked on it. You see how bad that is for I, We got to figure out what our Xbox controller is hooked up to. Is maybe we were driving this 12-year-old kid around down there. We're inside of his head. That's a good point. I know. Let's just hope he doesn't have a cum bucket in the back seat like we did. That's probably not great. Well, speaking of the back seat, uh, the back, (laughs) the the car's back bumper was apparently dragging on the ground, and that's the only reason the cops stopped him. I guess he was actually a pretty good well. A yeah. pretty good driver. I mean, I don't know why yeah. the bumper was dragging. But. So he didn't look like a 12-year-old kid, I take it, then, driving the car. He probably looked like one of those 12-year-old kids that's like, hey, I want to buy some beer. Well, the real <laughs> thing is, is you can't drive 800 miles without stopping to get gas. Yeah. You would think someone may have, yeah, I yeah. who knows, I guess down there. Hey, you know, you just swipe your card at the pump nowadays and keep yeah. on moving. You know? they, they probably were playing too much with their dinky Ds. <laughs> They're having too much uh, Vegemite down they, there. They, they couldn't take a break. <laughs> the land down under, yes. So what's up next, El Bandito? This one kind of ties together with our last week's story. <laughs> yeah, we we had a story last week, too. That was oh, the week before the Easter right. week. Yeah, 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 yeah you know, yeah, that we yes. were talking about people who needed a little bit of more Kellel in their life. Yes, yes. I think this guy certainly does, too. It looks like on 420, <laughs> you know, a pastor in Pennsylvania received a 20-pound package of good old Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! The package was apparently sent from California, and police are investigating the location where it came from, but have concluded that the package was not meant for the pastor. So okay, maybe he's doing all right then. He doesn't he doesn't need that much Kellel in his life. <laughs> so maybe it seems like this was sent for somebody else, but he intercepted. Yeah, it's, it's a hell of an interception. I think that would go down in the Hall of Fame. I can tell you that. That's the immaculate interception right there. There you go. There you go. But uh, the pastor's concerned that someone might come to him looking for the drugs, though. Oh, man. But as someone who has formerly worked as and known repo guys, you can pretty much steal their drugs and they can't do shit. So feel free. Man, that poor Padre, man. He's, you know, well, he, uh, maybe we'll have to He's call. He's going to be like Cheech Marin in uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, yeah. 
Dana. <laughs> there you go, man. That's awesome. We might have to call Bishop and ask him if he's ever intercepted such a package. We did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, B- Bishop was, uh, he's originally from Pennsylvania. Oh, so no. <laughs> maybe this was going to him. I don't, no, no, I'm not going to say that. He's going to kick my ass. <laughs> Much love to you, Bishop, out there. Like, Let's go ahead and move on to our yes. next story. All right. Ghost, which is what I'm soon to be, but no, <laughs> Ghost, the lead singer, is being sued by the rest of the band over royalties. Oh, it's not a good time yeah, for it's Ghost. Not sounding it sounds good. Like. It sounds like Ghost is about to become a ghost. <laughs> that band. Uh, but a new band lineup is expected as the lead singer is probably going to fire the shit out of all of these two uh, happy way. sons of bitches, <laughs> who I'm sure are probably entitled to some form of royalties. Oh, but, yeah. There's you know, probably some shenanigans. Yeah. Going on I mean, there. Ice Cube will tell you once you make that deal. You know, you make that deal. It doesn't matter how many offices you bust up with a baseball bat, you ain't getting any money. You know? Absolutely. Maybe maybe that, that that special package was meant for the lead singer of Ghost. <laughs> Tom his ass down. He's, he's probably going to need it now. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe if he wants to uh, give up on the Ghost Band, maybe he can take part in this next story that we have here. Uh, apparently a remote Oregon town is now for sale for $3.5 million. Nice. Okay. This includes six Six homes and a boarded up gas station and a general store. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a very remote town. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, maybe someone might want to go there and open like a fallout theme park. It sounds yeah. like that's what I would think almost like. You it know, sounds be, like they need a Wendy's. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Six houses and a boarded up gas. I bet you that gas station sells sandwiches that are handmade. Oh, I yeah. don't know why, but I, I, I just, I have an aversion. Like I will not buy a handmade sandwich out of a gas station. That's just. <laughs> blows my mind even i don't a, know even a wawa gas station well, i mean if they got a subway in there or something that's one sure. thing but i mean if you just go in there and someone's literally like ripping saran wrap and wrapping tuna fish i'm not eating that you're like no deal <laughs> no, yeah. not gonna happen now call me a snob if you want whatever just call me it's yeah. 1-844-944-LOVE leave us a message 24 7 let us know about freeganism let us know if you've ever received a 20-pound package of marijuana that was intended for someone else. Let us know if you bought a remote Oregon town. Let us know if you ever performed shirtless in tribute to Iggy Pop. Let us know if your current undefeated WWE streak is over 166. Or let us know your record for driving underage and without a license (laughs) with that being said i think it's time for us to check some of our skills so to help us with that we got a track here by kabuto the python here's skill set so good and if i could tell them how i do it when they ask that would don't listen to cool g rap you should if you imitated him well then perhaps you could rap better get the cheddar hella maybe not though i know cats are doing yet they still can't ever rock flows technically black they rap songs be compost what they got shows from little rock to toronto see the thing you gotta understand about rap is that there's two sides to being ill rapping and raps even if your bars were the craftiest that I'd ever heard If you're a nerd who only raps on a track You're going nowhere, you ain't even rapping if you never did a set Me, I ain't a rapper, I just play one on the internet Rap on my computer, nearly never do a live show When I do a wild out, but then forget my lines though What I'm trying to say is it either ain't about the MP3 Or ain't about the concert So if you're gonna mention me, don't call me a rapper And I'm not like a celebrity This rap shit is a hobby, I'll lose interest eventually Bam tip, here's how not to break me off some confidence You hate rap, but like me, I don't take that as a Compliment. If Budo, ICP, and MC Chris are hella bomb with it, why don't you compare my bars to someone fucking competent? 
Shady LP vinyl. Six, when you introduce yourself to some folks, don't be like, you already know, bro, cause they don't. Seven, stop padding with the flimsiest shit. ET, your friend calling you is not an interesting skit. Eight, if you rap about your heat and the feds and the raw white, don't get into beefs on the web. Nine, hate everything you do, you will learn more faster. Ten, never take advice from a nerdcore rapper. And that was Kabuto the Python with Skill Set. Oh, man, I really dug that track. What did you think, El Bandito? Oh, yeah, man. He's He's got a way with words that's just, you know, it, it tickles me, you know, and I like the way the album that that song comes off of is called, I, I think it's like Kvetch or Kvetch. Yes. You know, yes. It, it's basically the Jewish word for complain. You think I'd know more Hebrew <laughs> words. I you know, fucked enough Jewish women, but still, the... Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's cool. You know, it means a person who complains. So I think that's awesome because that's like his niche market is oh, that yeah. he's like the king of like dumping on shit. So oh, and I yeah. mean, we normally think of that as Justin McPatch's, but sure, no, Kabuto's sure. got him totally beat. So. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, especially in that song where he's pretty much like, you know, pretty much talking about people who think they can rap. But, mm-hmm. you know, Kabuto's eyes are definitely not <laughs> worthy of the almighty Kabuto. So absolutely. Uh, you know, but, you know, moving past, you know, Kabuto the Python, we do have a very special segment here, right, El Bandito? Absolutely. We're finally coming back to our Justice League trailer analysis. So, you know, a couple weeks ago when we got all into the Justice League stuff, we ended up rambling on about Thor Ragnarok for the whole first <laughs> segment and then talking about Superman the whole second segment. Yes. And even though Amy Adams is featured in the Justice League trailer um, and we presume that Superman will make an appearance, we really oh, yeah. didn't get the opportunity to delve into the trailer itself. So we're going to get on the line with Party Man Will and we're going to talk to him about what his impressions, what our impressions, and what all of our thoughts are about the upcoming Justice League trailer. So we're going to go ahead and get him on the phone right now. Hey, party man. How you doing tonight? What's going on, guys? Oh, man. You know, we know we had a lot of fun partying over the weekend with you. Oh, definitely. Oh, man, it's always a fun time partying with you guys. What are you talking <laughs> about? L- listen, all you powerful hour listeners, if none of you have had the privilege of partying with EB or Charbol, then just kill yourselves i mean just <laughs> it's just well, well no actually just listen to the show and that's yeah. like partying with us so or, feel free to do that or Keep make listening. sure to make sure to listen through the events and find out where we might be partying where you can come join us 
Yeah, that's a good point too, especially if you're like a beautiful woman. <laughs> but uh, party man will, you know, aside from partying over the weekend, man, we know the week you continue to party. So we want you to party along with us as we analyze, as we analyze this trailer. A little anal sis there. Uh, <laughs> you know it, but real quick, I do want to interrupt and just let you know that we actually got an email about you, Party Man Will. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this was pretty cool. Do man. I want to hear this? Um, I think our listeners want to hear this. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a no. That's that's a big no. But go ahead. But yes, it looks like we have an email here from Andrew who mm. wanted to know, hey, who is this guy, Party Man Will? Because he has like the most stoic and serene voice. And I am just wondering if this guy ever actually fucking parties. (laughs) 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 And we just wanted to let Andrew know that like, yes, like one of the reasons we like having party man on here is because he has a beautiful golden radio voice Oh, absolutely! and it really doesn't seem to suit his party lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) But also I think that this is kind of mature party man. Well, you know, his best behavior. Yeah. You know, we, we tone him down to get him on the air. Um, but if you ever actually party with party man, will there are very few people that, you can party like you party with Party Man Will and stay out of jail. So that's kind of where he gets the names. <laughs> if we ever did a, a show on the weekend, you know, and Party Man Will was there, you'd see him at hit hit level <laughs> level ten, Party Man. But again, that's our impression. If you had some way to answer Andrew here, uh, what would you say, Will? Oh, I would say uh, Andrew. First off, um, next time, please be a chick who's emailing asking questions about me, <laughs> and. Uh, but number two, no, seriously, uh, that's cool that I got an email. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have to say that I, I, I combine the best of both worlds, uh, uh, Mr. Andrew. I, uh, I I am the party man, but I also party stoically. I'm the kind of guy who's like, <laughs> let us let us turn it up to 11, gentlemen. Yes. So, let's broaden our minds. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go, man. And, and, and uh and hence the origin of the name Party Man. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, but let's get back to the trailer at hand before we go rambling yeah. <laughs> on for another five minutes about something else. And tell us, as far as the all-star lineup of the Justice League, considering Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Aquaman, and The Flash, what do you think of that combo being the big five? Okay, so we're talking about just the the actual uh, comic book characters, right? Not the actors. No, no, no. Well, well, yeah, the the characters and them being chosen as the ones to be portrayed on film. Okay. Well, my first reaction is, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't see no Green Lantern, and uh, <laughs> you know, Cyborg's cool and everything. You know, uh, uh, T Titan alumni was hanging out with Robin uh, mm, for, for sure. a good while there, but uh, I don't see no Martian Manhunter either. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is new fifty-two bullshit. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> well, look, doesn't the um, the Justice League normally consist of a big seven, not a big five or six, with the inclusion of possibly Superman? Oh no, exactly, E.B. And that and that was more or less what I was uh, alluding to in my little rant just then, because uh, I am definitely more of a traditionalist when it comes to sure. uh, my comics. So uh, I tend to go for the more. Uh, well, not the more, just the traditional um, lineup of the founding members of the Justice League, which is, of course, the Holy Trinity, uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And then, of course, you have uh, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan specifically, Flash, Barry Allen, which they do have in this movie, um, Aquaman, which, yeah, they have, but yeah, that's a whole other story, and, uh, and Martian Manhunter. So, 
Well, I got to say, Party Man, that like, you know, out of that trailer, I kind of liked the scenes with Aquaman the best. Like, it just seemed like that made it a little more fun. Like, it, it didn't seem so yeah, dark I, I, and gloomy. I have to agree with uh, with Senor Boyle because the one thing I like about Aquaman is he's the only person that looks like he's having any fucking fun, you know? And I don't know about normal people, but to me, when I watch a superhero movie, I mean, we have to be superheroes every day. And sure. it's kind of boring. And it's also like a lot of super work. So it's nice when you get to watch superhero movies where the superheroes are having fun and they're carefree and we can kind of vicariously have this escapism with them. So I know that you've mentioned in the past to me personally that you're not a big fan of the kind of more stoic interpretations of superheroes. But what do you feel about the overall presentation of each of the characters and Aquaman specifically? If you could tell us briefly. Okay, well, I'll cover Aquaman first because I know we've, we've been talking about him specifically just now. My feelings about this particular Aquaman, and by the way, this is, of course, no, I, I do not mean to speak negatively of the actor, uh, sure. Jason Momoa. Obviously, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. I think he was, you know, spectacular as Cal Drogo, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is nothing on him or any of the other actors at all. But as far as this particular characterization, I think that this Aquaman is more or less a knee jerk reaction on the part of DC or at least DC movies, like the almost universal hatred towards aquaman the more traditional <laughs> character because i'm sure anyone who's who's ever even touched a comic book knows that aquaman's the butt of every joke sure, outside yeah. of comic books even in some comic books if you ever watched um robot chicken you know exactly what i'm talking sure, about sure and 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 sure there is a little bit to that but this to me is a complete knee-jerk reaction to the complete polar yeah. opposite end of the spectrum you know he went from you know, a somewhat laughable kind of joke character to, you know, this binge drinking, you know, uh, tatted out Islander. And I'm just, uh, I'm just, it's yeah, just, but wouldn't, it, it's wouldn't, just too- wouldn't you say there's a lot of similarity between him and the Arthur Curry that's missing a hand? Because aside from their complexion, you know, which, uh, you know, I don't even want to get into in terms of like why we should whitewash characters. But the the fact that they got someone who's an islander, who's someone who seems like he would be around water, familiar in water or with water, you know, but made him look more like the one handed Arthur Curry sans one hand because, hey, why spend money on digital effects when you don't have to? Um, Would you say that there's at least some similarity there that has a saving grace? Well, there's at least some similarity, sure, because Aquaman from the mid-90s, who was missing a hand in the comic books, as you pointed out, E.B., he was definitely uh, more gritty, more tough, more aggressive, um, you know, definitely had some anchor management issues. Um, and <laughs> by the way, when I said hand, Islander, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And when I, by the way, when I said Islander, that was not um, an allusion to uh, Jason Momoa's ethnicity, and I should okay. apologize for that. What I meant no, was, okay. wh- what I meant was he just seems to be like, to have exiled himself to, I mean, I said Island, but of course, I don't know if it is. It just seems like a very remote area sure. wherever he's hanging out in the trailers. That's what I was. Yeah. To. Well, I, I, um, I think overall they have this very kind of grim setting to the whole movie sure. where like as each scene transpires, they all look like they're taking place in the same fucking room. And that really <laughs> pisses me off, you know, because it's like everywhere in the world is just this gray kind of it looks like the inside of an alien from aliens, like exactly what I think the inside of their body looks like. Just this gray, kind of lumpy, weird surrounding, and I I don't like it. Now, okay, just to run through real quick, because we are kind of pressed on time, what do you think of the other characters? We'll go back and forth, you, me, Senor Boyle, our impression of each one in just a single sentence. All right, so we'll go Wonder Woman. I didn't like her in the other movies. 
I think we're going to have to see how she does in a solo movie before I can really like her. But I think she has just too much of like a snobbiness to her. What do you what do you think, Party Man? Okay, I think the casting of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman was a stroke of fucking genius. <laughs> I think I think that she is probably as close to a live action Wonder Woman as we can come. And um, uh, uh, re- reacting to your comment about her being snobby, well, she's uh, an Amazonian princess, and she was forged with the gods, the Greek gods' magic. So, yeah, that you're, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna have a certain uh, air about you if, you if that's the case. Okay, fair enough, Senior Bull. Well, I can tell you what, just seeing her in that costume definitely makes me want to come. <laughs> now, this is true. I, I, I do like her. I, 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 you know, from what I've seen from the Wonder Woman trailers, mm-hmm. too, which is coming out, of course, before Justice League, so I really get to sink my teeth in. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, I do like her. All right, we'll go in reverse this time. So what do you think of New Flash in your bowl? <sighs> I wish I would use the guy from the TV show. I, All right, I, enough, I, enough said right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, party man, what do you think? Um, you know, I, I hope he's old enough to be acting. I mean, what is the guy, like 15? <laughs> oh, I don't know. He, he does look like a jit, man. I, I can tell you that. He, he definitely, and again, I'll agree with both you guys. I think he looks too young. Um, and the guy in the CW looks too young to be the Flash, but he looks too young to be the Flash in the fact that he's the right age to be the Flash. <laughs> so, yeah, I really wish they would have stuck with kind of the CW content on that yeah. one as well. All right, but moving on, what do we think of Cyborg? This is the big question to me because I think Cyborg looks a little funky, but what do you think, Senor Bull? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about I mean, maybe the trailer, just the CG isn't done yet, but yeah. like, he looks too fake to mm-hmm. me. Like I'm like, I mean... I really don't know a ton about the. I mean, you know, I've seen like the Teen Titans TV shit or cartoon and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's like, yeah, he's, he's just such a laughable character. I'm having a hard time taking him seriously. So, yeah, yeah I think that I I agree with Party Man well that they should have included uh, um, definitely Green Lantern. I'm not a big Martian man. Sure, fan, sure. But, no. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> even if they had got a, uh, a John Stewart in there, that would have been absolutely would have been good. Because again, yeah. I hate to play the race card, but you get a feeling that's the only reason Cyborg's there. Uh, just because, I mean, you wouldn't know him any other way. That's you know? true. But okay, That's Party true. Man, what do you think? Okay, with Cyborg, I haven't seen enough of him in the trailers that we've seen so far to accurately gauge how they're how they're doing his character. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to do it pretty okay. Um, but yeah, going back to the visual stuff, it's just it's. I understand why they're doing it. It's understandable, mm-hmm. but it's just it, it's it's suffering from too much CGI syndrome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I will I will one hundred percent agree with both you guys. I think again, he looks very young, um, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think he's a good looking fit for the part. Well, he but, is a teenager when he first becomes cyborg. If that's sure. Any. In, in fairness, I, so. I've read comics, but so the, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just again the CGI looks bad. Like it just straight up looks bad. I mean, they have the completely CGI bad guys in the film that look a thousand times better than him. So somehow the light with him looks really bad. It's the same yeah. thing with the Flash. Like the Flash has too much of this blue electricity all around yeah, him that I just I don't like. Isn't familiar to me because I think the show has really set us to liking the the yellow lightning of the Flash, like the comics have used for decades. So. Sure. I don't know why they changed that, but last but not least, Batfleck. What do you think, Senior Bull? Oh man, I'm loving Batfleck so long. <laughs> uh, I'm loving him so long. <laughs> I'm loving Batfleck. <laughs> I've been loving. I think Bat he's making Fleck. you come over there. <laughs> All right, Party Man. What do you think of Batfleck? <laughs> 
I think he was one of the few good things about yeah. Superman versus Batman. Yes. Um, I, I think he's doing a great job. I'm glad that they're keeping him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, by all means, please um, carry on. Uh, awesome. Batflick. Awesome. I agree. I think we're all in consensus on that one point. Oh. That Batflick is just amazing. <laughs> he makes us all come our pants. No, no. He, he's been great. <laughs> so we, we all kind of agree that Batfleck is just kicking ass. We all yes. really like him. I love his personality. I, I love the way they're portraying him. I think he's the only thing that seems to fit in the world that they're in, Yeah. Um, which... Again, whenever you read comics or saw the Justice League cartoon and things like that, Batman always seemed out of place because he should be in the rest <laughs> of the Justice League world. So I think that's the one mistake that they're making is that they're making everyone conform to Batman's world. But by the same token, um, Ben Affleck is just amazing. His delivery of lines is so sure. on point. He He's has, a fan. Yeah, he, he has he so know, much yeah, charisma, knows, yeah. so much character, so much uh, just his demeanor. I, I totally love. And especially the scene where, you know, Barry asks him, like, well, what's your superpower? And he's just like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I really enjoy him. I think he's great. And last but not least, just real quick, we'll knock it out and then we'll we'll have to move on to a musical break. But what the fuck are the bad guys in this movie? I cannot tell at all. <laughs> Senor Boyle, do you have any impression as to what they are? I know the guy, like there's a main bad guy who's like a he's like buddies with Than or not Thanos. <laughs> with that, sorry, sorry, party man Mill. Yeah. Okay, my I think that's scrambled. that's a no, Senor Boyle. So we'll move on to party man Will. Do you what do you think? Did I I was under the impression <laughs> that they were uh, supposed to be uh um, Dark Side's parademons, but they uh, are. I obviously yeah, okay, right. okay, that was what you were looking for, Dark Side. Yeah, 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 he's kind of Dark like Side. the the uh, antithesis of Thanos. So I, I see where the where you would have got mixed up there. I can say one thing: I thought they were the Blue Beetle. I was all excited when I first <laughs> saw one of them. I was like, "Oh shit, they got Blue Beetle in this bitch!" <laughs> oh no, dude, no, no. D- DC live, live action is they, they are nowhere near good enough or cool enough to have Blue Beetle. In the fucking movie. No way. In a weird way, the fact that they kind of uh, haven't proven themselves as as a big time movie player uh, makes me think that they are ready for a booster gold. So come on, get it together. <laughs> well, uh, part, Party Man, why, why don't you give us a real quick answer on what you feel about the movie? Are you looking forward to it? Do you hate it? What do you think? It sucks out loud. <laughs> well, that, that's, that was definitely quick. <laughs> we can appreciate that. All right, Senor Bull, what do you think? Final thoughts. I'm interested to see how it all plays out. Okay. I mean, I want to see Wonder Woman first, and yeah. then I'll be like, all right, I feel better. You know, but like <laughs> I said, I, I I'm going to give it a chance because yeah. I think it could be fun. I, 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 yeah, I know for me personally, I want to see Batfleck. That's it. Yeah. I don't care what he's in. <laughs> um, call it a personal crush on Ben Affleck. If they made a new Jaws movie and Ben Affleck played the shark, I'd go fucking see it. He's the shark. So I just I love him. Yeah. But uh, also to J.K. Simmons playing Commissioner Gordon. That's a good call. Was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. You know when when he said says to Batman, uh, it's good to see you playing well with others again. I hope to find out more about that story. Like, you know, are they going to talk about a Robin or a Batgirl or something like that in the the mythos of the universe? Well, do you remember in Batman versus Superman, we do see the the Robin costume with the ha-ha-ha written all over it. So you know a Robin exists, Mm -hmm. so yeah. But but is Commissioner Gordon talking about other superheroes? Who knows? Could be. So it'll it'll be interesting to find out. So I think there's a lot of cool things in the Bat universe going on there. So I, I can't wait to see that. But... All right, guys, so there you go. There's our impressions about all of the the upcoming Justice League movie. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I sure. like a lot of the graphics they do for it. Um, I think they could make it a little happier, so sure. maybe I could feel a little better while I'm walking out of the theater instead of so, like, whoo, glad to get back to life. That's never what you want at it's, the end it's of like, a movie. Does this whole film take place in Gotham? <laughs> like I said, it takes place inside of an alien's corpse. 
So, but Party Man, thank you so much for coming on and giving us all your impressions and thoughts on the film. Hey, taking place inside of an alien's corpse is a perfect summation of everything that is New 52. Maybe it's inside of a parademon. There you go. Hey, you guys, play some more of that uh, Kabuto the Constricting Serpent for me. <laughs> all right. Well, we don't have any more Kabuto lined up, but speaking of Batman, we wanted to take you back to the golden age of Batman. Holy new track by Break the Hero, El Bandito. <laughs> That's right. We've got Summer 69 by Break the Hero. And that was Break the Hero with Summer 69. Man, talk about a great cover. What would you think, El Bandito? Uh, I always like to get covered in a 69. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Very much so. If you guys dug that track, you can definitely check it out on BreakTheHero.com where you can download their new EP, The Sound, uh, right there on uh, BreakTheHero.com. Yeah, and the whole thing is like free. It's great stuff. If you notice, there was a lot. If you're from the area, if you're from the Treasure Coast, there's a lot of references in the song oh, to yeah. the Treasure Coast where that band kind of uh, you know gr- you know came from. Absolutely. So it's a really great tribute song. I dug it a lot. So definitely heard a, a call out to the bourgeois. And if you've never been to the bourgeois, even if you ain't from this area, you definitely <laughs> got to go check that out. You know, <laughs> no doubt. But if you're looking for a hot spot to visit, we've got just a place for you coming up in our event segment right now. Oh yeah, what's coming up tomorrow night on Friday, man? Well, on Friday, April 28th, Day of the Dead is hitting the big screen one more time down at the Movies of Lake Worth, brought to you by Morbid Movies. This will finish out the classic George Romero trilogy of Day of the Dead zombie movies. This is $10 at the door, starts at 9.30 p.m., so make sure you get there a little early because the first 100 people get a free button and a free raffle ticket to win awesome prizes, which are usually like collectibles and shit from the movies and horror movies, so it's pretty cool. And absolutely, if you see Justin McPatches down there, say what's up, you know, Podunk Radio, and, (laughs) uh, you know, definitely, you know, give him a handshake because, you know, he's getting ready to head on out to England next month. Absolutely, which, by the way, we wanted to give a special happy anniversary shout-out to our good friends, Sandy and Liam, across the pond. Absolutely. A few weeks ago, we had a chance to meet up with Sandy and Liam, and we partied through the night over there at the local uh, drinking establishment. So, Hell yeah. yeah. I, I have to say, you know, like... No knock on the party, man. Boy, those cats could drink. Those English folk, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think they're yeah. all prip and proper, but, man, they can put put it away. <laughs> I think, you know, the, the, the ultimate combination will be getting party man and those guys together. And, I mean, <laughs> it, will, it will be party apocalypse. I know. And I, I have a special mission that Sandy gave me. And it is to try this exotic food that she said is from over there, the sticky toffee pudding. Which oh, I told yeah. her sounded exactly like a sex move I made up about seven years ago. <laughs> well, definitely, you know, uh, all, like El Bandita said, happy anniversary to Sandy and Liam. We hope you guys are doing great. And thank Absolutely. you so much for all the support that you give the Power Hour and Podunk Radio. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for everything. And, you know, we'll let you know once we get to experience the sticky toffee for ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> well, If you dug what you heard just on that track before, come on out on Saturday, April 29th to check out Break the Heroes CD release party for The Sound. That's taking place down at The Brew in Stewart, Florida, Uh, just recently uh, remodeled and renovated. And um, yeah, the show starts up at 8 p.m. There's a bunch of other bands playing. You know, Break the Hero is going to be in the house. I'm sure also selling physical copies of their CD, which is pretty awesome because you don't see that much Heck nowadays. Yeah. So definitely, uh, you know, much love to Joe Dyer, and we look forward to seeing him on Saturday. Absolutely. But if there's something super sexy that you'd like to get involved with on May 4th, instead of celebrating Star Wars, come on down to the Culture Room in Fort Lauderdale, where the Suicide Girls Blackheart Burlesque will be performing live. Oh, that sounds like quite a sexy experience. <laughs> Absolutely. It starts at 8 p.m. It is an 18 and over show. Come on, it's a burlesque show, guys. I would have <laughs> thought that was obvious, but... It is the Suicide Girls, so you know these are all like the geeky, tatted oh, up, super yeah. sexy girls. I know I have a couple of magazines from the Suicide Girls. They're freaking awesome. But 
because of their nerdiness and geekiness, I can guarantee that there's going to be some Princess Leia, some slave oh, girl action yeah. out there. Like Maybe said, even some Padme action. <laughs> may the fourth be with you. Definitely Absolutely. I sure. know the fourth will be in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you get enough of the ladies on the fourth, you definitely got to come out and party with this guy on the fifth, which is uh, Friday down at the culture room as well. We've got Tech Nine. Tacanina. You know, coming down to party. <laughs> The tickets for Tech 9 will run you $40, and it's kicking off at 7.30 p.m. And last but not least, on May 7th, that Sunday, Mindscar will be kicking off its U.S. tour at Will's Pub up in Orlando. So maybe quite a trek from Fort Lauderdale up to Orlando, but you got a day in between. You got there you some go. time. A day of rest, right? <laughs> so get up there. Tickets are only 10 bucks to get in. It's 8 p.m., and it's a 21 and over show because they're going to get crunk and crazy. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, you start off with Cinco de Mayo and then <laughs> finish it off with Mindscar. Hey, we got to find out if Party Man Will has anything to do with that pub. <laughs> <laughs> Will's pub? Yeah, there you go. I'm Maybe sure he can like... get us some free tickets to see Mindscar. <laughs> absolutely, man. Well, El Bandita, I think this has been a very rocking episode. We absolutely. hope you guys have all enjoyed it. Tune in every Thursday here on podunkradio.com. Yep, and as always, you can hit us up at powerhouroflove at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Facebook page, or you can get us on our brand new Instagram page. Let us know if you have any questions for us, if you want us to review any movies, if you want us to talk about any of your events, or if you just want to say, hey, if you want to give us a comment, if you want to tell us that Party Man Will sounds kind of boring and we should change his name, <laughs> feel free to hit us up. Let us know because we're waiting and dying to hear from all of you beautiful people. Last but not least, call us up anytime, 24-7. Leave us a message at the brand new love line. That's 1-844-944-LOVE. The lines are open. It's toll free. doesn't cost you a dime. And you can leave us a message. Well, I don't know about you, El Bandito, but I think it's time for us to go start some partying early. So how about we get out of here? Ooh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great. What, what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce. 